0: Join me as we kick off this brand new interview series with something a bit different. When I first heard the incredible story of how Ashley Redding, CEO of Bounce and the sponsor of this interview series, went from being a nine-figure business owner to him and his family losing everything overnight, I really wanted to invite him on to open up the show and share his secret of bouncing back from the toughest of times. Welcome to the Empower podcast for mums in business. We are women building a business we love while making a home for the ones we love more than anything. I'm your host, Nicola Hewlin. Join me as I talk to seemingly ordinary women just like me and you as they share their extraordinary stories and inspirational advice to bounce back even stronger from challenging times, and thrive in business, motherhood, and life. So I'm delighted to welcome Ashley Redding. Hi, Ashley.
1: Hi, Nick. How are you doing?
0: Good, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's it's, it's great.
1: I think this is going to be the start of some great stuff coming, some great episodes. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to kick it off.
0: Yeah, awesome. So, to set, set the scene for our audience, this is our first interview, and actually, it feels really apt because you are one of the co creators of this bounce interview series. We've teamed up, haven't we? And we're wanting to share these bounce back stories. We're living times of unprecedented challenge, all of us globally, and It's just really powerful and empowering just to share various stories of how we all face challenges and tough times and bounce back and share how we've bounced back and share some of that hope and and inspiration. So before I actually share your bounce back story... Which is amazing, and again, so pertinent to how this this whole series came about. How are you feeling about the whole bounce back interviews series in general? You know, we've got loads of amazing people lined up. Lots of the mums in business. You're here, You're a father. You've been in business for a long, long time, and it feels wonderful to kind of share that other perspective of not just about mums in business it's all primary caregivers in in business people who are involved in raising families and building businesses so it's great to get your perspective how are you feeling about all the upcoming interviews
1: well I I mean I'm really really excited um I as I said a, a minute ago I think we've got some great stuff some great content I know there's going to be some amazing stories going to be shared um, and I'd just say, talking about this whole, you know, this COVID-19 lockdown era that we're in at the moment, I actually think it's been an amazing opportunity for people to reset, reflect, and, and, and actually in their own lives, in, in whatever way, you know, great or small, bounce back in, in their own way. Um, I think people will come out of the lockdown uh, bigger, better, and stronger than they were before. And I think it's been a great opportunity for people to sometimes you know, have the time to talk to each other And share people's feelings Um, and in a way this podcast series is is, is great because it's gonna you know maybe in a slightly more formulaic way get people that have got some amazing stories to share get them to actually share them with others Uh, I'm a big team player I love being part of a community and that's what bounce is all about and it's uh, it's important that with everything that we do within the community within the bounce community I'm hearing some stories and there are there, there are thousands of amazing stories. We're just picking, you know, um, a handful here, aren't we? But uh, I think it's going to be great. I, I can't wait to um, hear, hear the stories and, and, and know that their stories are going to be shared with, with, with so many people.
0: Yeah. And you've mentioned the word community a couple of times, and that's something that both Empower and Bounce really um, have that common shared value of that sense of community and empowering others. And stories are a big part of that. We don't often have a platform to share, you know, what our challenges it takes a lot of courage to share our, our our more vulnerable stories of of tough times we've been through, but they can be such a source of inspiration for others, which your your story definitely is. I know a bit about your story already. I was really moved to hear it, and I'm so excited to share it with our with our audience today. So let me just start by handing over. Tell our audience about. Um, your experience of bouncing back—it's—it's—it's
1: it's a, it's a very, very big question, and I've got to pay you know due service and and, and not, and not um, shortchange our audience. Um, I guess it just starts with just me, just loving business, loving life, loving people, loving loving the the sport and the energy that comes with working with people and building something. And it started when you know I was educated. I went to I was educated in England. I went to university. I was lucky to have a scholarship uh, to play tennis in America. And I and I came back with, with my degree and started in business. I was twenty one, loved it, um, you know. And, and I've never looked back since. And from twenty one to and I'm now fifty. Um, I can't believe it. Where have all the years gone? But I have to say I've packed. I think I've I've packed three lifetimes into those thirty years. So I really feel I've packed in ninety years worth of of, of ups and downs and failures and successes and uh, and, and uh, amazing achievements and, and and catastrophic disasters and failures I mean I, you know uh, gargantuan failures that make your eyes um, water when you when you hear about them but I've been there I've done it and I've absolutely got every t-shirt in the book in those 30 years um, I don't look back with any regret, on decisions I've made, I, I, I've i learned from the, the, the decisions that I knew I made, which in some cases were fatal. Um, and sometimes it's how you cope with it in the moment. Sometimes it's easy to look back and reflect um, with the great benefit of hindsight, but when you're actually in the moment of unprecedented, almost feels like unconquerable disaster, trouble, worry, woe, imminent failure it's how you cope with yourself during those moments and i've sort of i've always been quite lucky to be able to remain quite resolute and calm during chaos and uh and i'm happy to share a bit more about that you know later if we have time but from 20 to 50 i i was very fortunate to, I mean, I guess from 20 to 30, from 20, maybe during those 10 or 15 years, I, I came from having, you know, not uh, a tenant in my pocket, living at home, no money, no, no, you know, no clients. But I had drive, I had energy, I had passion, I had incredible work ethic. And I had uh, tremendous um, attitude around, I will just do whatever it takes. And I, I have a great mental, approach to things as in a positive mental attitude and I was very lucky to you know within by the time I was 35 I suppose it was 15 years I built a big business empire which was turning over around about I mean the the people that are mathematicians in the audience will know that I I, you know turn out businesses that are turning over nine figures a year and people can work out what that means if they like but I had a good I had some good business
0: I like, um, we hear a lot about six-figure, seven-figure. Now we're hearing nine-figure. That's,
1: and, that's, nice. and, and, cool. and the thing is, I you know, built that and I built that through a hard work and graft and determination. Um, and it was, I suppose, my life really, for me, began the day I lost everything.
0: Wow.
1: It, it was when everything was going well and I, was, I, I couldn't put anything wrong. I couldn't put a foot wrong. And I suppose it was. Um, it was. It was shortly after that when I. And it was just turning. You know, turning forty. I had um, houses all around the world. I had more income than I could ever possibly spend. I tried. I just. We were just. It was just going unbelievably well. But I would I become complacent, and I. 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 veered into some bad habits, uh, both personally and business wise, feeling this sense of total invincibility. And of course, that's a very, very dangerous place to ever be. And when the credit crunch hit of 2007, I hadn't prepared myself for the the financial tsunami. And when it came in, it took me by surprise. And I had I'd made mistakes up until then, not to plan for the future. And um, I suppose that's what we're all about now. In fact, that's what we plan for the for the future that we don't know, that we don't expect, that we don't, don't see. what my, The life we don't yet know, we have to plan for that. And I hadn't. And so in 2007, I went from having um, more lovely you know, houses all around the world. I mean, just to paint a bit of a picture, I had a beautiful villa in the south of France. I had a, a house on the palm in Dubai. I had, some, I had uh, about 30 or 40 properties here in the UK. And then I had my, my house here in uh, London. Everything went. I lost everything. Now that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big pill to swallow, um, and it happens quick. I mean, it wasn't actually a slow death. The, 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 it, it, my, uh, I, 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 my, my throat was cut, and I died within literally within seconds. It wasn't, it wasn't a slow death. It happened quickly, which I was kind of grateful for as it happens. Having said that. I'd probably made mistakes building up to that in the previous, you know, maybe a couple of years as I started to take my eye off the ball and not, and, and not concentrate on the, on the minutiae, pay, not pay enough attention to detail. Now I've learned from all those mistakes. And so that was 2017. Uh, sorry, that's 2007. Sorry. 13 years ago. Um, married, young children, very much dependent on me. I um, idolized by my kids and, and, and still, when they saw me in that state, and I, I was, uh, it affected me really, really badly. And uh, I guess it was what happened next, which almost made me into what I really am today. Because the build up to that, the building of the business, was was something which I was good at and I enjoyed, but I took for granted. Um, almost became almost came too easy to me, whereas when i lost everything it was incredibly humbling it brought me down to earth um it taught me humility um all, 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 everyone i saw when i was on my way up I, I i saw them on my way back down again so i sort of um it was it changed me as a person and it made me a much better person and i um i then for would you would like me to tell you what happens over the next, the, the, the few years after losing everything?
0: I would love to hear, and I'm pretty sure those listening are intrigued and curious to know what happens after, you know, you use the, the metaphor of losing everything, having your throat cut, dying in that moment. What happens after a loss like that?
1: We, um, we were, you know, we were effectively as a family, homeless. Jobless, obviously, and I'd lost a sense of self. I suppose I, I doubted myself for for a period of time until I, you know, I slapped myself in the face and said, Come on, get on with it. But I wasn't, I went through a period of, of, um, I, I went through a self of this, um, disbelief, uh, distrust in myself, uh, loss of confidence a little bit, um, questioning whether, you know, the next decisions I make were going to be were right and questioning and sometimes second guessing certain things um having said that i um i was okay i mean i I figured well i've made it before and i've Mm -hmm. just lost it all i just have to make it all over again i I was a bit miffed that i you know i'd made i'd been so stupid and i'd allowed it to happen but i guess it was a combination of stupidity and the financial crash and the combination was like a perfect storm and maybe there's nothing I could have actually ever done about it but it is what it was what happened is I kept my sanity for uh, and going forward over the next few years I I decided to try different things and I, I, I set up all, all opening up new businesses I, I set up a recruitment business and that had its moments of 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 glory and did really well and, and and ultimately that then failed and then i went to another i set up another business and then i had another business um and i went through a series of probably four or five businesses over a two year period two or three year period yeah probably for five years actually i was literally i was hustling you know doing what i had to do looking after the kids being a dad being a husband um probably being probably being crap at being both but doing the best i could be uh, trying to provide in, in incredibly difficult circumstances we're just coming out of the worst recession we've ever seen i've just lost uh, everything i had um, but i hadn't lost my drive so that kept me going um, i hadn't lost my fire i hadn't lost my ambition um, i hadn't lost my head that being said there were there were times in the in 2013 2014, when I, I suppose after after just uh, failure after failure after failure, I mean, I thought to myself, I said, you know, come on, come on, you know, I sort of look up to the heavens sometimes and say, come on, throw me a bone here. <laughs> come on, I mean, you know, how much more do you need to test me? You, you've stripped me of everything I've got. I'm now a, I, I, you've stripped me bare. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of homeless. No job, my, I've got to provide my kids. I'm failing after failing. There's you know, how many more things can I do and fail at before you just throw me a bone and give me a break? And I actually did for you know for for a while. Uh, you know there were times when, I was in my life did spiral a bit out of control, and I, you know lost my head a bit, and and that was tough for me. You know there were times where there were very 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 dark days, weeks, months, even. When I, I, you know, it was, it wasn't good. And I was worried about my, you know, where I was at, how I was going to get through and what the future looked like for me and my family who were all relying on me to perform. And I just wasn't. And so that was a very scary time in my life. Um, And actually, to be fair, I, I couldn't, I couldn't just, I couldn't see how I could get out. But I, you know, I. But I, but I. What I did is, I suppose, despite that, and getting myself, you know, some, some, you know, some help, and trying to get myself, you know, mo- mentally refocused and reset. I knew that I had one more big, you know, one. I still had it in me to to build something magnificent. I'd done it before, I knew I could do it again. I just hadn't, I just hadn't um, worked it out. And it, I, I was given an opportunity um, through a, a previous business associate to to go and uh, help them set up a, a business in Singapore. They wanted my consultancy on it because I knew I'd done it. And so so I I made the decision or my family, and I made the decision that I would go away. I mean, we've we, we always been very tight as a family. I'm dad's two daughters, happily married. Uh, but the four of I sat down, I said, look. In order for this in order for me to work this out, I need time away. I need to think clearly i need I, I just need some time because at the moment i'm in i 'm in it, and i can't think clearly and I, I I need to you know sometimes you have your best ideas when you're out and having a run or maybe you you disappear that's for a long time and, and suddenly you think wow that's in so I went to Singapore. i mean literally i i, I had I, I have no idea how I even found the money for the air flight and I stayed with a mate of mine out there. I slept on his sofa out there, and you know, so it was kind of really um, rough stuff. And because I still had to keep paying the, you know, paying for the rent over here and stuff. So yeah, I have no idea how I got through. I have no idea. But somehow, big still borrow. I found myself on a plane out to Singapore. And while I was out there, I had a lot of time on my own to think and ponder and reflect, and some downtime, some thinking time, some quality thinking time. And it sort of dawned upon me that when I looked back over my life and the things that I had succeeded at, and then I looked at the things that I'd failed at on many, many occasions, all the things that I had failed at were things that I didn't really know much about. I didn't really enjoy them. I didn't really, uh, it wasn't what I was, it wasn't what was in my heart. It didn't resonate with my heart. And everything that I'd done in my life that built Businesses and done extremely well at, were all things that were centered around things that I absolutely adored, things I absolutely loved, um, and things I was passionate. I'm, I, I was passionate over, and and I, and I would give my life to, and that was what I decided I needed to fix. I still had my I had my brain back. I hadn't lost my head. I was positive. The outlook was. I still felt would, look, be good, would be good if only I could work out what it was I loved. And what was my purpose in life going forward? If I can fix that, if I can come up with the answer to that question, then that's it. I, I think I can get back uh, into the, the world that everyone else is living in. So it was in Singapore that I started writing down all the things that I knew I was passionate about. Helping people, families, loved ones, people, money, finance, commerce, making a difference to people's lives, giving back, teamwork, building communities, having an impact in society, doing things which is life-changing, having leaving a legacy when I pass away. So someone could tell me and say, that was done. He he did that. And it was then during some uh, quiet times on my own that I wrote a business plan that I think is the best business plan I've ever written in my entire life. And that was Bounce. And it was all about my drive and my passion to bounce back in my life. I wrote the business plan. I wrote it in 10 minutes. It's the best piece of work I've ever done in my life and it's the best business plan I've ever seen in my life. It's, 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 it's impactful, it has meaning, it's got purpose, it's, it has a community feel to it, it's, it's underpinned with good profitability and good you know, commercial principles. But, but, but fundamentally, that's not the most important thing. I, I, if I could find a business which was gonna just have so much impact on people's lives, build communities, make a difference, have meaning, I knew that actually financially it would be bigger and better than any business I'd ever run and and, and built before. And so bounce was born there and then when I'd finished writing the business plan, the first thing I did was book a flight back home. I spoke to Steve. I said, you can have your sofa back now. It's (laughs) all yours. I'm off. He said where are you going i said I'm, i've worked it out i know i now know what i'm going to do for the rest of my life i phoned my family i said, i'm coming home and uh and the rest is history
0: what an incredible story ashley thank you so much for for sharing it takes great courage especially as an accomplished business person. I think it takes incredible courage and vulnerability to share our our challenges and um, our perceived failures as much as our successes. So thank you. You know, looking back at all of the challenges you've been through, what would you say is the good stuff? What's the gift that you've taken from those challenging times? For
1: me, it's undoubtedly having a very, very positive mental attitude,
0: uh, both about
1: where you are right now and where you're going tomorrow, um, and in the future. If you can maintain a positive outlook and a positive state of mind, then then of course, you know, the the the, the, the um the world's yours, the options are endless. You can achieve anything you want because you believe that you've got the ability to do so. If you doubt yourself and you're lacking confidence, then then, then of course you're gonna be restricted by your own you know, your own um, you know, barriers and, 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 and um, you're, you're, you're a prisoner in your own kind of mental cell. And I never have been that. I've always felt that everything is possible. I can achieve anything I've put my, my heart and head into. Um, so I've always had that sort of unflinching self-belief and positive mental attitude.
0: Where do you think that comes from?
1: Oh, I don't know because it's a hard one because I, I definitely have always been like that. So I don't know if I'm if I was born that way and that's through you know, nature or was it just done through nurture? And I, I, I became more positive over the years. I mean I, I was even even when I lost everything, I still felt you know what I'll just build it again and make it again and I have to. Um I mean now I'm more financially secure than I've ever been before. So it's I you know I bounced back and
0: some so You've bounced forward. I love that because we're talking about bouncing back, but bouncing back and then some yeah. is our definition of bouncing forward. That I love that. Ashley, we're coming towards the end of our, our time together. I want to thank you so much for sharing your story, kicking off this interview series. And it's such a powerful story. And, and it was the catalyst for Bounce, and this is the whole Bounce Back interview story. So it feels really, really special to be starting with your interview. Thank you so much for sharing the time today. I'd like to ask you to leave our audience with a Bounce Back invitation. So what question or challenge would you like to leave our audience with as part of their own bounce back initiative, whether they're perhaps going through a challenging time now or if and when they're facing some kind of challenge or obstacle in the future, what question or challenge would you invite them to take up?
1: Gosh, it's a very, very tough one. And, and, And everyone's so different. I think I would ask I'd ask people to ask themselves the question. So I think it's not a question for me to them, but I would want them to ask the question of themselves, which is if we fast forward your life, 10 years, five years, you know, and then you look back on yourself, what do you want to look back on? You know, so you know, if you project your life forward, what do you want that person to be? Where do you want that person to be? I think if we can all project ourselves into the forward, it, one, it provides us with some sense of hope. And it provides us with a sense of, well certainly hope because there's a future because you projected yourself forward, five, yeah, 10. And, and two, it gives us a sense of, um, of, a, of a goal, of a focus, some sort of target. I mean, I, I've always been very goal and target uh, focused, orientated. So I would ask yourself, I'd ask everyone to ask themselves the question, where do I want to be in a year's time, in 18 months time? And once you know what that is, you know where do I want to be financially? Uh, where do I want to be emotionally? Where do I want to be? Um, where do I want to be living? What do I want to be driving? Where do I want to be? Where do I want? To, do I want to be a, a mum or a dad? And do I do whatever your goals are? Where do you want to be? And then you have to work out how you're going to get there. They're the questions you've got to ask yourselves.
0: Brilliant question. For I would
1: say one. Just add one thing. So, if I may, I. Mm. Uh, the one thing my dad used to always say to me, I lost my dad a couple of years ago, but uh, um, the one thing my dad would always used to say to me is that, and, and psychiatrists don't think this is healthy, by the way, but I think it's been great. I love, I love this living on this mantra. He said, you succeed or fail daily. Um, a lot of people in business or in their personal lives, they, they set goals, which are you know, uh, monthly goals, quarterly goals, half yearly goals, yearly goals. Where do I want to be in a year's time, 18 months time? Actually, the one thing that I've in, uh, indoctrinated into my life is where do I want to be at five o'clock? Six o'clock, eight o'clock. I make my goals quite short. So where do I want to be? Uh, so today's Wednesday, the 17th of June. There's only going to be one of these in anyone's lifetime. This is it. There's one 17th of June. So where do I want to be before I go to bed tonight? What do I want to achieve? You know, I always work on that basis. quite. And if I do, and it goes back to, this like I, I ran a marathon is 26.2 miles, but I had to, it started with the first step. And, and then, you know, and it's it's 500 meters and you go and, and then you do one mile, then you go one one and a half and two miles. And, you know, the, the marathon is the marathon, but it's built up over lots and lots and lots of steps. And I think that if we can focus our minds on the steps and not the the mile markers or the, or, or, or the finish line, then I think that's fine and keep a focus on the steps. And that's one thing I've learned how to do. And I'd encourage everyone to do the same thing, which is you might want to achieve your goals and your aims and your dreams, which might be, you know, a year, two years, five years ahead or ten years, but have a think about what your what your what what is your dream, your goal, your aim today and make that happen. And then repeat the same thing tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Baby steps. And it's a bit like setting the destination in a sat nav. You know, we know overall the direction we want to be heading in, but then ultimately that is built of individual steps day by day. So I love that. And um certainly breaking it down into something that feel it it feels a whole lot less overwhelming when we're just and, and a bit more present and a bit more mindful with the moments that we're in. Love exactly. that. Thank you so much. Ashley, thank you again for giving up your time. I know how precious time is so really grateful. Um, well, thank you for joining us and thanks to our audience for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for listening to the Empower podcast for mums in business. And thanks goes to our podcast series sponsors, Bounce Life, insurance to protect you, your business and your family. To get your free startup and business growth kickstart guide and to find out about our Empower community, go to empower.global.